Welcome to the Baseball STL Podcast. J.J. Bailey back with you after a brief hiatus. My sincerest apologies. I was on vacation and unable to record. We're back this week with a very fun conversation. I was joined by Cardinal pitching prospect Alex Reyes and AA Springfield pitching instructor Jason Simontachi, as well as our minor league beat man Mike Bailey. I know most of you have read about Alex at some point over the last couple seasons, usually about his strikeout count or his raw velocity, but what often gets lost in that conversation is the tremendous amount of work and discipline he's putting into his craft and his commitment to move past being a top prospect and become a major league pitcher. So we talked for about 20 minutes today about his journey from New Jersey to the Dominican Republic, into the Cardinals system, and up to AA where he finds himself in 2015. Alex talked about how he's grown as a pitcher and as a young man, what he did in the offseason to take the next step in his development, and what his goals are now that he's finally arrived in Springfield. It was a group call, so I tried to clean up any pauses and get the volumes to match, but if you hear any rough patches, that's why. As always, thank you for listening, and I'll see you at the end. Alex, you told me last year a very interesting story about how you came to be a St. Louis Cardinal, and that included moving your whole family moved to the Dominican Republic. Did you go over that again? I thought that was very interesting. Um, well, it wasn't my whole family. Uh, my grandparents lived in the uh, in Dominican Republic, so um, me and my parents, we decided one night, we were just having dinner, and uh, we thought it would be best for me to move to the Dominican Republic for me to to chase my dreams, you know, to go out there and uh, be able to play every day. Given that New Jersey, you know, the cold weather, it's kind of it's kind of hard to get out on the field every day. And it was just something we decided, and uh, it, it paid out. It worked out. All right. So when did you move there? December of uh, 2011. All right. Now, were you out of school, or did, were you still in, in high school? I was still in high school. It was the middle of my senior year. Okay. So you moved down there for for what was your last semester of your senior year? And take take us through a little bit about how you got yourself discovered. It was a long process, you know. I told my my agent and my scout guy who um who trains me in Dominican Republic that uh that whenever a scout comes around, you know, I wanna I wanna see how hard I throw off the mound or whatever. Cause I used to pitch in New Jersey a little bit. We had a tryout with with the Cardinals and the Astros. They were both there, and I ended up throwing like 88, 91. So then uh, I, I decided just to stick to pitching and uh, get rid of my my bats and my my batting gloves. So <laughs> got away first stop and all that, and just kind of focused and staying on the mound. All right, didn't you at first uh, weren't you like a third baseman and people were scouting you at that? And it was only later that you told people that you were able to throw a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's after I did a couple tryouts at third base. I told my I told my agent uh, that I wanted to see how hard I throw off the mound and. And luckily, they they trusted me, and uh, they gave me the opportunity to do that. And then you couldn't sign right away, though. No, I had to I had to wait a complete year from the date that uh that I moved to Dominican Republic, which was December 2012. Okay, so what did you do in the meantime? I mean that that year was just kind of just kind of getting me known and and doing a lot of tryouts, even though I couldn't sign. But most of the scouts knew uh that with the with me filling out the year in the Dominican Republic that I'll be able to sign. So um, just kind of just getting my name out there, working out, doing a lot of strengthening programs, and, and just uh, just going out there and, and playing baseball. 
did the Cardinals make you the best offer, or was that the only offer? I got offers from uh, the Astros and the Royals as well, and it kind of came down to a last moment kind of thing with the Cardinals and the Royals. And um, I mean, I, I that's nothing I didn't control. So my agent kind of just took it in, into his hands, and he he thought the Cardinals was my best decision, and I, I stuck with it. Okay, are you glad you did? Yes, yes, I'm definitely happy. I made that choice. That's the right answer. All right, so let's let's uh, fast forward here just a little bit to Class A Peoria. Uh, you've done a little bit of, of of rookie ball, and now you're in Class A. Um, Jason, what was your first impression of Alex, and what was some of the first things that you decided you needed to do with him? Well, I mean, you just look at his size. I mean, you knew he was young. He was 19 at the time, and you just look at his size, and then you watch him get off the bump, and, I mean, what's coming out of his hand is pretty electric. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's God-given ability. You know, I don't do, I didn't really do much with Alex. I mean, I honestly, I watched him. We watched him pitch. We watched him just maybe go through some growing pains, maybe reflect on who he was as a pitcher and let him try to figure out. We knew Cardinals wanted him to get a, get a, a change-up, um, that was kind of the biggest thing that we wanted to get uh, focused on last year, as well as with getting, you know, finding some command with his pitches. But as a person, I mean, uh, you know, Alex doesn't say much unless he gets to get to know you. I mean, they'll open up and stuff like that. Pretty humble. Okay. And it just seems that he he knows that he's going to have to go through some some hard times and some failures probably to get to where he wants to be. But I'd say that if he wasn't sitting here, I think he's, up to the challenge. I think he knows there's going to be a lot of work ahead of him in, in, in the road of threatening. But it was, that was it. I mean, it was just a big kid with a big arm, and it looked like he was hungry for trying to get better. Alex, you said uh, in an interview, actually, that I did with you earlier this year, that, you know, you, you understand what people are saying about you, but you don't want to be a good prospect. You want to be a major league player. Talk about that maturity in your mind. I mean, when you move down to... to to the Dominican, that's that's kind of a long shot, and you rolled the dice and it worked for you, but you've still got a ways to go. But in your mind, uh, where are you on that process? You know, it's always a learning process. I'm sure even the guys in the major league, they're, they're learning today. They learn every day. Right. Um, and it, it's just uh, the fact of being uh, being healthy and being out on the field every day or all my stars just trying to get out there and get better each start. I mean, mentally, I feel... I feel like I'm I'm pretty pretty strong. I'm I'm focused in and out. I mean, in between starts as well, and just kind of I just got to keep learning. You know, picking people's brains. And now I'm here in Double uh, A with the with these guys who've been uh, been around pro ball a lot more than me. So it's it's fun just being around these guys and being able to talk to them and and just kind of figure everybody out. In in low A ball, you know, you had caught a lot of attention for the, the raw stuff. But over the offseason and then coming into spring, I know we talked to Jason, was very impressed with your work. And you're kind of taking strides now as, as a more complete pitcher. And I was curious, what changed for you in this offseason as you approached this spring? You know, it, it, it felt like it was a, a big, big step towards your development. Was there a moment or a process for you? Was there a conversation, something that led to uh, a change in approach coming into this spring? Coming into the spring, I feel like, what got me in the, into good shape was last year in Peoria. You know, just first time ever 
140-game season, I kind of let you know that you need to. I, I needed to work harder last year in the offseason than, than what I did. So um, I kind of just took it into my own hands. And this offseason, just kind of worked hard. Remember that it's a long season. And if you don't work hard, I mean, your body's bound to break down at some point. So I just, I just felt that I needed to give a, a stronger effort into the off season and and kind of take my routine seriously and and my lifting programs and my running programs. Also, just uh, throwing a lot earlier, trying to get a trying to get build my arm back up for spring training and not build it up in spring training, which is which I feel that's what's helped me a lot this year. You cut a little bit of weight as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I definitely lost some some weight over the off season. Do you have any uh, secrets on that? Because I could use it. <laughs> Yeah, I want to hear this too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just stay away from the from the soda and all the candy and all that, man. I just honestly just drink water, eat smaller portions, and uh, not eat too late at night. Last year, at the year, Alex, when I interviewed you, and you said you were going to work hard all off season and all winter, and you were going to come ready. And we talked to Jason early in the year, and Jason, I'm wondering if you could take us through that. First time when you walked down the hallway at spring training and you saw Alex, what did you think? I was happy. I was, uh, I mean, I, and it's not very good adjective, but it describes the fact that I was, I was proud. I was proud of him. I was proud of the fact that he had the discipline. He took the discipline and applied it, and he took it from either it was Rachel or Gary or Tim or uh, Paul or me or whomever. They could, it, even if it wasn't one of those guys, maybe it was his agent. I don't know. All I know is that when he walked down the hall and I saw a like, slender, athletic-looking build of Alex Reyes, I was pumped up and very happy for him. Yeah, we talked about all the distractions that a 19, 20-year-old can have, and you get back home and you have the best intentions, and now you're with your friends, and you'll work out tomorrow, and pretty soon it never happens. But that didn't happen to you, Alex. You worked out hard. How did you discipline yourself to do that? Just being around the right guys, you know, being around guys who want to be productive in life and and want want to be better at whatever they're doing. And I mean, I have to separate myself from some of my friends and and get closer to some of my other friends who you know were were on the right path and and doing the right things. And I feel like that that's what uh, got me a little more focused this offseason. That obviously pays dividends in a lot of ways to, to tighten up, to get in shape. But, Jason, both you and Alex obviously would have insight into this. For, for people who aren't professional pitchers, what when you when you drop weight, when you tighten up like that, what does that open up for you on the mound? What are, what are the benefits? And, and, Alex, does it feel different this season around? Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, you're, you're a little more athletic. Uh, easier to finish your pitches and uh get, get down on the mound and those ground balls to first base they don't they don't gas you 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 don't get too tired on on those uh three six ones or you know the three one where you gotta bust your butt down the first base. Just feel like it's helped me a lot rebounding from my innings and all that and it's just, it's just been very fun this year to be out here and be be in a better position and, and more athletic. It doesn't I mean it, what it does, I mean, when you go in the off season, you start working out. I mean, you're gonna, you know, you, you you're gonna put more muscle on yourself. You're gonna try to eat better. I mean, it's 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 all about maintaining during the season. Um, you start trying to build muscle and stuff during the season. You're setting yourself up for some injuries and stuff like that. So, in, in the off season, a lot of that stuff, 
you when you come in, I mean, nowadays, guys play this game year-round and you get ready for spring training pretty much as soon as the season probably They probably take a month off of, of baseball and then get ready in November or something. But it just it, it helps you rebound. It helps you recuperate and recover from your outing. Like Alex said earlier, you know, you, you're starting your body, you're, you're trying to teach your body how to play this game throughout the whole season. Starting at an early time in the year, or some guys it's you know, 20, 30 degrees, other guys they fly down to Florida where it's 80 still. So, you know, there's a discipline there just trying to get yourself with the right people, but at the same time in the right spot of the country to uh, be able to go out and throw a long toss, play catch, be outside. That way in September, or hopefully in a couple of years when Alex is in the big leagues, you can help him out in October. Well, and Alex, you know, not not just the physical changes, but, you know, we've heard Jason who saw you when you first came up, who saw you in the tunnel this spring, who's watched you this season. I'm curious, Alex, how you evaluate yourself now in 2015. If you were to look back at yourself as a pitcher in 2014 and essentially scout yourself, how would, how would, you, how would you rate what you, what you were and how you performed in 2014? Could have been a lot better. Actually, it should have been better. If uh, you know, I'd have just soaked in what Simon was trying to teach me, which it kind of just set in uh, mid to late last year and I feel like that's what what's helped me a lot this year you know just going in from the beginning of the season with with confidence and and having conviction for every pitch and just just being smarter on the mound you know trying to execute pitches and just uh trying to be efficient has been uh my biggest thing this year that I'm working on and uh just throwing strikes consistently both off speed and and my fastball last year I would say you know it was it was definitely a learning process long year my first full season so um, definitely learned a lot and, and I feel like that's what's helped me to get to where I'm at now. Last year when we talked at the end of the year Alex and, and I talked to Jason too and you you both said the same thing it was like somewhere in there when you were about like five and five the light went on and you just took off from there and one of the things that I think resonated with you if I remember what you told me was that Jason told you it's your career which means it's in your hands. You can blow it or you can expand on it and exploit it and become a major league pitcher. That's all part of maturity. Now you're in 2015. How do you feel about that level of maturity now? Do you see yourself growing? Because there's going to be a lot of adversity. There's going to be a lot of times when you're by yourself and there's nobody on that mound that can help you but you. You got to learn how to handle that. Yeah, definitely. I feel, I feel like I've matured. I've taken a lot, a long long strides in, in that sense. The things you do when you have uh, bad outings, that, that kind of reflects on whether you're being you're, you're maturing or not. I haven't been throwing the ball, but it's not like I'm I'm being a bad teammate or going in the clubhouse and, and just being about myself, you know. It's about it's about winning and, and being a professional. I feel like I, I've been doing a pretty good job with that. Talk a little bit about this year, uh, Jason, if you could. Uh, what are some of the things you're looking at now with Alex, what are, what are the fine points that you're trying to teach him? We talked a little bit before this about self-correcting on the mound when you're having problems, knowing what's going on. What are some of the things you're working on with him now? Uh, well, Alex mentioned it, just being more consistent, getting a better line, being more consistent with his line towards home plate uh, with his plant foot, using his back leg to get him down down the slope, driving off his back leg to get him down the slope, just so he has a consistent and a solid foundation. So if something, you know, goes wrong or maybe he just gets a little out of whack, he can have a couple checkpoints that he can go back to, uh, correct himself on the mound. 
I mean, he's done it already. Like he said, you know, there's failures or there's something. Maybe he hasn't been pitching well or something. But it's just a matter of he needs to be able to consistently be able to correct himself when needed. And it, and it's a long process only because of the fact that you're competing in one time on the mound and the other time you're doing your work, you know, right. uh, which is right. the bullpen in between. So it's going to be a long process. It's a muscle memory thing where you kind of have to reboot your computer because of the fact your body's used to doing it a certain way, and he's been doing it for such a long time. And that's pretty much it. I mean, it's, it's, he talked about pitch efficiency, and, and that's it. I mean, yes, okay, Alan, if you throw a 96, 97, okay, great. You have a great plus curveball. You have a great plus changeup. But that doesn't mean anything if he doesn't throw it precise. And right, right. now, that's all he needs to do. So he knows about, he knows about that. It's nothing new that we haven't talked about. Uh, and he's right. I think, you know, the answers that he just gave you is the thing that you want to hear from a stud or a young man that's in your organization. He understands what he's going to have to do. He's kind of embracing it, and he's just waiting for it to happen. I mean, he's, gonna, he's trying to make it happen, but I think once it does, he'll grasp it just like he did last year, and he'll, and he'll just start to hit the full run. In that respect, as you kind of wait for it to develop and, and do the work and try and be ready when when it starts to click routinely – Alex, looking at your goals for this season, what would constitute a success for you? What's what's one of your you know what are your your benchmarks that you're looking for in 2015 that when the season closes, if you if you execute these things, you feel like it was a success? Um, I just want to be out there and uh, just give my my team a chance to win. You know, just be on the mound in the seventh inning and and just consistently give uh, quality starts. And, it's my main goal right now. My one of my goals before the season was to, you know, to get to get to be here at this level to double A. So I've achieved that. Now it's uh, the fact of I got to be able to pitch and, and not just throw. You know, we got to be able to throw everything for strikes or at whatever count is needed. You know, and just having confidence and being on the mound and and just competing day in day out. And is that I mean that that competition? A part of that is command and, and consistency for these things as you try to develop those things going forward. Have you noticed a, a change in how you game plan from start to start? Because as you get more consistency with more pitches, it seems like it opens up a few more opportunities for you. Have you have you kind of advanced how you approach your starts now? Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I feel like uh, in between my starts, I, I've been uh, working a lot harder, being ready for whatever the game throws at you. You know, it's a, it's a crazy game. You could be having a great outing in the sixth inning, whatever. You give up three or four runs, and you get out and turn to a bad one. So just just being able to to compete and be on the mound every day, it, it's something that that I just want to do, and I'm just happy to be here and, and ready to perform. Yeah, I've asked you this once before, but I'll ask you again. It's impossible for you not to have read some of the press clippings and listened to people talk about you as as potentially a major league pitcher. How do you keep your feet on the ground? Or does Jason help you do that? I mean, he he <laughs> might help me do that, but I'm sure he doesn't need to because uh, I'm having some struggles right now, so I'm not too focused on whatever everybody's saying. I'm worried about what i got to do to get better my next outing. And, I mean, that's stuff you see every day. I mean, I'm on Twitter every now and then, so right. I definitely see it, but it's not something I – I look at, I mean, I'm proud of it, but it's not what I want to be, so. You know, I think one of the biggest things that I, I appreciate with Alex, and, and 
I haven't even met his parents or his family, but I, I would have the tendency to probably tip my hat to them because of the fact that I think Alex knows the bubble that he's in. I think he knows the, the significance of it, and he can go either way on however he wants to do it, and he's choosing to go about it the right way. And I would imagine that his parents have something to do with it in his family. I would like to think the Cardinals have a way, you know, something to do with it too, but these days and age, I mean, it's, you know, it's a tip that I have to ask Alex as well, just to say, I'm not trying to blow any smoke, you know, but I think, it, I mean, he's 20 years old and he's got the life in the palm of his hands right now. He can, and he can go any direction and he's choosing to do it the right way. Now, it may not be easy, but he's choosing the right way. I would like to think that's what the Cardinals are trying to do with a lot of guys in this organization. Just do it the right way. I, I, I think Alex has a pretty good idea of what he has. And honestly, I think he's more excited to, and, and wants to get this work in that he needs to and get to the big leagues as opposed to anybody in the Cardinals organization, let alone his family. I think he's the one who wants to be driving this train. And hopefully well, that's where it has to be because you can't do it for other people. You can only do it for yourself. Yeah, you're right about that, Mike. When you're not working, when you have your downtime, I mean, you are 20 years old. You have a little bit of free time between starts, between between series there. A lot of guys spend their off hours in a, a lot of different ways. I was curious, how do you, when you have a little bit of free time, how do you unwind from, from this journey? I'm a, I'm a video game guy. You know, most of these guys golf. I've been golfing once in my life, so <laughs> I might need to get out on the course uh, pretty soon, but. Yeah, just just watch movies, you know, catch up with my family, just talk to my people back home and my friends, and just let them know how how I'm feeling, how much I miss them, and all that. But uh, other than that, I mean, it just kind of just stay home and watch TV all day. <laughs> how was the uh, stuff like? <laughs> how's the golf swing? Oh, it's terrible. You're right. That makes me feel good. <laughs> you've got to, Alex. You've got. To. A lot of support. You've got a lot of family members. You've got a lot of friends, uh, and I'm sure you rely on them a little bit. I mean, once in a while, everybody gets down. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're an adult or, or a kid. You need somebody to fall back on to talk to. I, I'm assuming you have those people, right? Yeah, definitely. My father is definitely my my go-to guy. You know, he's, he's always been there ever since we made the decision for me to go to the Dominican Republic. He he kind of just put his arms around my my shoulders and told me that you know whatever I need or Whenever I need him, that he always be there for me. So he's definitely my my go-to guy. Uh, that's great. And there's times when there's nobody else in the world that you can go to but that one person. So I'm glad you've got that guy. And that was the conversation. Hope the chat gave you a little bit of a better sense of Alex beyond what's visible in a box score. He's an exciting young arm, and he certainly could be in St. Louis in a couple years, but more than that, he's a 20-year-old looking to pitch beyond his years. Now, given the brutal weed-out process of baseball, it takes tremendous talent and discipline to keep advancing. And Alex Reyes seems to have both, as well as a strong system around him and coaches that are clearly set on development over rapid advancement. It'll be fun to watch as things progress over the next couple years and seasons. And hopefully after this conversation, the next time you see uh, an impressive velocity mark or high strikeout totals, you'll know how much work it took to earn it. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. For real this time.